Pickaxe. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Triforce. This is a real podcast, not none of them temporary mailbag crappy old ones. Yeah. This is a real one. We've got the real here. boys. We've got the big boy Sips. We've got Big Daddy Flax. Hey, Daddy Partner. We've got me. <laughs> uh, so it's been, a, it's been a whole like three or four weeks since we've recorded a podcast. Yes. Yeah, Flax has been in the United States. I've been in America, boys, doing a little tour of California. Let me tell you what a beautiful state that is. It's got everything. It's got everything. It's got everything. It's really something. When all are you really? Are you? Did you? Have you embraced the culture? Are you? Are you now? No, are you uh, fully, fully one hundred percent American now. No, absolutely not. Um, <laughs> uh, having spent, I mean, I, I've obviously I, I, I grew up in the states and and I've, I've been all over it and I I do love it. Um, so I I I was saying to Lewis before we started that I I sent myself occasional notes while I was away to just jog my memory about things that we had thought or seen um, that we thought were funny while we were over there and. Uh, as, as much as I love America, and I'm sure Americans listening to this will understand where I'm coming from. I love it, but it's insane. The whole place is insane. Uh, and Isn't a lot it? of it a lot of it makes sense. A lot of it really doesn't make sense. And a lot of it just seemed completely bonkers. Uh, and it, yeah, it's kind of hard to uh, kind of hard to say why it's mad, but it is mad. It is definitely mad. It's, it's, it's exaggerated, America, isn't it? Everything's just... Everything. But there's also just, just stuff that they do differently where you think, why would you do that? You know what I mean? Like, it's, <laughs> it's hard to explain. So just to give people a quick recap of where I went, we went to California. Mrs. F had been there previously. Um, i I'd been there for work. I've been around LA a couple of times, but never really into LA. This was an inland empire, which is way out, really. Um, so I didn't really get to see much of, of LA itself. And I've certainly never seen the rest of California. We went to San Francisco. Then we we were there for a few days and we went up to Sonoma, which is like wine country north of San Francisco. Nice. We went northwest to Sacramento. We didn't mean to go to Sacramento, which I'm sure is true of most people that end up in Sacramento. We didn't mean to go to Sacramento, but Yosemite was on fire. So we at the last minute had to rebook some dates. And Mrs. F was like, shit, well, we need to make our way down to Sequoia. So we went to Sacramento and then we went to Fresno, which is not something that, that anybody in California ever does, uh, from what I can tell. <laughs> Right. Um, so we went to Fresno, then we went from Fresno across to Sequoia, looked at the trees there, we were there for a couple of nights, then we drove all the way from Sequoia over to Monterey, which is on the coast, then we were in Monterey for a, while, for a couple of nights, then we went down, uh, to, down the coast, and we went to San Luis Obispo, and we went to um, LA, and we went to Santa Barbara, before that, sorry, so we went San Luis Obispo, Santa Barbara, LA, then we went to Santa Clarita to go to, for, to Six Flags, and then we came home. Um, and yeah, it was, it was a great trip. It was, we really saw a bunch of, of, uh, California and everybody said, well, you got to go to San Diego. We didn't get a chance. We'll go next time. So I'd like to get a San Diego and Las Vegas next time, honestly. Uh, and maybe spend a bit more time in Santa Barbara because it was gorgeous. Well, that's exactly what the, some of the lads are doing when TwitchCon's coming. So, oh, really? so, so while you were doing that, we, 
Well, I went to TwitchCon Amsterdam. I, you didn't go, did you, Sips? Um, yeah, but... I was there. You don't remember? <laughs> nice guy. <laughs> what, a, what a good friend. Uh, uh, why were you not there? What was this? I guess family stuff, right? Yeah. Um, and um, well, you got you know you got new new bab new bab is uh, sucking your time like big style, I guess. Oh my god! It, how are you handling the three? kids now is it is it a lot more stress um yeah man it's crazy it's too many kids like uh <laughs> i think i thought two is too many honestly and uh, now three is just like jesus it's, there's always something it's crazy i just like i yeah. like fully now just eat standing in my hallway and stuff like i just there's no time to to really do anything <laughs> it's like being in, in in a battle it's like being deployed it's in just the field. it's just non-stop chaos it's crazy yeah two two major shitting incidents happened well and the carpet is now that's it it's done well i mean it's 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 okay for now but yeah it's like you can you can clearly see where it happened it's right. like it's like it's been like bleached and like anti-backed and everything so there's just like a big circle in the middle of our floor that's completely off color to the rest of the carpet and like the fibers are all like fucking hard and shit like it's i think all the poop is out but it's yeah. uh it, it really it really did a number Do you know what i'm one. gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna say um that obviously you know we, we we both got kids i'm way out of that stage now uh and I'll, I'll be honest with you i feel like the early stages like pre pre 10 that that's like being in a battle oh. it's like being in a serious war of attrition it's brutal but after that it's it's like being in in an an occupying situation yeah so it's like you, you you've got the original war which is okay. very bloody a lot of casualties right, it's a mess right. And then after that, now it's just a war of occupation. It's generally pretty chill, but there's a but simmering there's resentment uprising. and occasional yeah. uprising. So yeah, it's, yeah. it's more like that. And the management becomes political rather than, than kinetic. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's I not like see. a physical war. It's more of a political war. Well, we're getting it's a, a bit of both war. sides because yeah. uh, my son is, is 10 going on 11 yeah. so the the sassiness has begun. He's going yeah. into his last year of primary. So once he hits... Once he once he goes up to the big boy school, it's going to yeah. be even worse, sort of thing. So we have the the contrast of that with uh, a, a fresh one year old who is still teething yeah. and shitting and barf. Well, she was barfing like yesterday. We nice. So that, that would be barfing. like it, the, the, you, the, your first is like the capital city. You've you've taken that. That's yeah. cool. The area around it is getting more and more chill. But now that whole new front has opened up and you've yeah. got to suddenly you've got to, all these troops are going to come out of reserve. You know, your your already depleted forces are now like, oh, God, we got to handle this whole new front. It's going to be tough. I feel like the troops already came out of reserve. That's why they had the third child. No, oh, man. <laughs> we. <laughs> The uh, the I middle see. one, like I guess it's true what they say about the middle one. The, the the middle one just gets forgotten. The problem with the middle one as well is that you expect them to be more like the eldest one, but uh, our middle one's still six. But we, yes, we we always like wrongly assume that she's much older than six. So we're all we're we're like probably a bit harder on her than we we need to be. Uh, not allowing her to just be six, right? Because right. It's yeah, six. Much is easier little. for us to have two older kids with a baby than it is to have <laughs> yeah. a middle kid with a with a baby as well. Yeah. So yeah. it's uh, it's a weird one for sure. This is why you have the the third child as the arty child as well. Do you think this is all like the 
all the memes are all true. You know, the the first is the most responsible, the most the most effort, the most you took the most care. And, yeah. You know, we stressed most, about the, the first our first one a lot more the, than the, we do. The high achiever. Yeah. We yeah, but our first is is way more messed up than our second. Like I think because we took more interest in it, we fucked it up. Like it, we would have been much better off just. You should have been hands off all be. along. I mean, yeah. a second is way more chill. <laughs> uh, so you know, I feel like the first one you make a complete hash of. The yeah. second one is a lot more chill. And then the third one is like barely, you know, you're barely paying attention at all. Probably going to be the most, most, the bestest kid of the bunch, in all honesty. So yeah, I wouldn't yeah. worry. Not that I'm comparing your children. And obviously, you never. No, no, either. it's compare away. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. All right. So I, I made some notes while I was away on the trip and emailed them to me uh, so I could remember them. So these okay. are just things that either we said or thought. It's like a TED digital diary. Yes. Oh. Uh, there, there's not many. So bear with me. So this is That's the first okay. one. I was watching Telly with Mrs. F and she just said, to, we were watching some adverts and she said to me, they're just obsessed with cheese, aren't they? And they're honestly, obsessed with cheese, but a lot of their are. ads, from, in my experience, are about uh, medicine as well. They have a lot yes. of medicine ads. A ridiculous number of medicine ads. My kids thought it was hilarious because half the ad is them telling you what's going to go wrong with you if you take Yeah, this it's all like the disclaimers, right? Do not yeah. take if you're pregnant. Do not take if you're overweight. Do not take it. It's like excludes 100% of the American population pretty much. There but was one still that was quite really popular. the hard sell. There was one quite, that was quite popular while we were there where they said, do not take this drug if you were allergic to this drug. <laughs> <laughs> well, duh, but also yeah. how are you meant to know until you've taken it? Like you can't wash your hands with that and be like, well, we said don't take glablamaquil if you were allergic to glablamaquil and uh, you took it. It's like, well, I didn't know. But they're all like, ask your doctor about blamamaquil. May cause <laughs> anal bleeding, uh, penis tearing, eyeball explosions, <laughs> hair loss. Like, it's literally like Ball that. explosions. <laughs> Man, I gotta get me some of that. Testicle explosions. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, oh. All right, so here's That's the, ne the next one. Um, they're obsessed we, we, with cheese as well. We are. just glossed over that. but that Sorry, is yes. No, they, literally everything, every food. They, you think they've added as many things as possible. Like they, I think this was from an old McDonald's or Burger King ad where they drop the parts of the burger onto a very bouncy looking, no doubt fake bun to show you all the many things in this burger and how obviously wonderful and fresh they look in the advert. And that there's always and topped with layers and layers of thick Monterey Jack cheese. And there's like <laughs> just fucking cheese everywhere, all over everything. Nothing is a reasonable portion size. The whole time we were out there, we had so much food left over every time we ate, which is a classic thing to say about America, but it really is true. Yeah. Even in California, even in some pretty nice places we ate, and I was like, fuck me. Why is this so much food? It's, it's so wasteful. <laughs> yeah, it's, every trip that we've been on, it's always said like, uh, you know, you, when you order food, you always end up with so much because we're it's used insane. to getting uh, a reasonable size portion that you're expected to finish, right? Like right. If, you, if, you, if you dine out over here they don't give you too much and oftentimes actually they give you too little right but yeah um the expectation is that you're going to finish your food your your plate of food or whatever but yeah. in america it's not it's like it's like three or four servings worth and the expectation Absolutely. is that you take a bunch of you're it gonna home with it. you yeah. yeah they'll always say to you do you want me to want a box for this and we're like no we're on holiday we're like oh okay like i wish you could say i'd like this burger but in like a regular human portion yeah. not the massive one just offer the, the price in half you gotta Give get the you gotta get uh, the kids meal, but you're not allowed to order kids Fuck meal it. items if you're not I, a kid. I'm happy to even like pay the same. Just give me less. Give Jeremy, me less. Just, just so I don't feel as bad about yeah, wasting yeah, yeah. this food. Yeah. Just like it definitely puts a downer on the end. But I guess it's actually because 
there are certain people who are, ex I guess it's a standard, right? They're expecting a certain amount and they'll leave a bad review if they don't have enough. It's like, oh, they're very stingy with their It's portions. become a cultural thing for sure. You know and there mean? are plenty I feel like of big old Americans. It's just safer just to give people an extra like, yeah, 25 are, chips. Yeah. I don't think in California, there weren't as many really big Americans. Oh, like, really? A, I, think, I feel like it's a much healthier state in general. A lot of people seemed in great shape, in San Francisco in particular, and in LA, so many people working out, jogging, running, cycling, a lot more active. Yeah. When you go to Florida or somewhere like that, it's like, Gordo country. Everybody's fucking enormous. Well, I think it's the demographics different too, right? Like in Florida, yeah, no, there's exactly. a, there's like a lot of like um you know like uh, older people, but like you know like uh, middle aged, but like pushing like you know people pushing like uh, you know mid forties to fifties and stuff like that. Right. And I think that's when a lot of weight like a middle aged big, spread. Yeah, a lot of spread occurs, right? Yeah, peanut true. butter. That's what it is. They uh, I, I, from from my experience with Americans as well, they know a lot about food. Right. Like they like almost obsessively know a lot about food and like and like seasonings and sauces and stuff like that. I know I've got a pretty bland palate and like I eat fairly bland stuff. I eat like a five year old like most of the time. But um, yeah, your but, favorite food is margarita pizza. Yeah. For yeah. Sure. But they're, they're <laughs> like they are on the uh, complete polar opposite end of the spectrum, like the stuff that they're talking about. Like, you know, like, like it's all like this really like outlandish, fancy, like, like you know, when they talk about like ordering a, like a like a meal in from like a like a takeout or whatever. And it's just like, holy crap, like just get some chips or something. Like what's uh, what's what's all this stuff you're talking about? Like, I mean, it, it's crazy like but but then they also seem to be somewhat aware of like calories and stuff but you think holy crap you've just described like five or six things that are going to be bundled into this meal of yours like you're you you're, you got to be talking like six seven thousand calories for one oh, meal crazy. here yeah but crazy. like it's 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 just a given you know like that like yeah, and yeah. when you hear them talk to each other about it everybody's in the know they're all like oh yeah it's oh gosh yeah the serpentine goulash is just so great <laughs> oh, blah, blah. oh yeah oh, god i would eat like a tub of that on the side if i could and stuff and it's just <laughs> holy crap man but half their adverts like so many of their adverts are for food it's either food or drugs yeah. Or, I mean, the other big ones are, are law firms. And I, I, there was an advert that we saw actually for an advert out there. A guy comes up and says, hi, my name's Chet Hansful, and I represent you. And blah, blah, call this number. And he said in small print at the bottom that he was not licensed to practice law in California. <laughs> well, I thought that was an incredible dis disclaimer. <laughs> That's such an there. American <laughs> thing, yeah. isn't it? That's like thought, about as American as it gets. I, thought, I mean, it's, I guess he owns the firm, but it's just, why use him as a spokesperson? The guy who punches, <laughs> I won't actually be able to represent you in California, but come to us if you're in California. We'll, I'll represent you, not in California. But yeah, you know, it's like, what, how does that work? How could you, uh, this is my lawyer. He can't actually represent me. Uh, I'm not sure why I've hired him. Uh, it was a good commercial, you know. That's pretty much. A, did you uh, did you watch any Sunday TV? Sunday TV is just a completely different kettle of fish, like to to like their normal weekly TV. Because Sunday morning TV is just it's all church stuff, right? Like most yeah. the, most of the channels almost like have big church segments, or the like the evangelicals have like a, yeah, a slot yeah. on the on certain channels and stuff like that. I mean, we just... get songs of praise on a Sunday. I guess that counts. I, I was but... saying this the other day too. I was talking about this and saying about songs of praise but songs of praise is not like ram it down your throat either right no, it's just a it's bunch very of church of england yeah, yeah it's just a bunch of choirs singing 
hymns and stuff like that man you can kind of take it or leave it right like it doesn't yes. really matter it's not aggressively god yeah yeah it's there's very, not yeah. somebody uh curing you know you don't need these crutches anymore and doing like the hand blast on the forehead and stuff like and that they, they never that. said a jesus <laughs> yeah, yeah, a yeah. jesus yeah, that's yeah. not that's not coming up on some <laughs> no <surprise>. no <laughs> it's just it's way too uh, much right like it's, it's today we're at ely cathedral uh, the the Church of the Undivided <laughs> Trinity, and we will be uh, beginning the the, the uh, ceremony with hymn number forty four. Yeah, uh, all, God, for God, all for him, all for he people. is so glorious, or some some hymn like that, right? It, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. he did enjoy a nice summer's and then day. The camera will pan Star around a small church with about twenty five, <laughs> you know, people. elderly folks. Yeah, yeah, know, yeah, like twenty five like uh, elderly Thatcher lookalikes, right? They all have yeah. like the hats and the fucking uh, like the pencil dress and and stuff like that on, but they're like ninety five years old. It's uh. Yeah. All right, so here, here's the next the next reminder. All this 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 is three words. Cabby. Fresno? Jesus. So we got in a cab at one point and the guy asked us where we were going next and we said Fresno and he literally went, Jesus. Like we'd really insulted him. <laughs> and everyone we spoke to in California when we said we were going to or had been to Fresno had the same sort of very visceral reaction. Uh no, to be fair, when we were there, it was 41 to 42 degrees. It was in unbelievably hot. The hottest I've ever been in a, in a on the ground. Jesus. I was literally, he was like, Jesus. Like he couldn't Jesus. believe we were going to Fresno. And everyone was like, whatever you do, don't go downtown or be careful and all this kind of stuff. We stayed sort of outside of the town. We just had to spend one night there on the way to somewhere else. And that was the only place Mrs. F could find at short notice to, to book somewhere. So we didn't go there by choice. We literally did not see any of Fresno, but no Californians had a good thing to say about it. If you live in Fresno, I'm very sorry. It's not having a go. Fine. What is the deal with Fresno? Fine. It's just, think... it's like one of the worst parts of California, that and Bakersfield. And... But then again, it's probably like way better than like a bunch of the other cities in America. Why, why, you know, is, it, why is it so bad though? Is it like known specifically it's for- It's quite violent, I oh, think. Right, I think okay. it's quite bad. And also it's just a, a shithole is what everybody said. Like it's, it's hot. There's nothing to do in Fresno. It's like being in an oven because California is shaped like, it's like there's the coastline, then there's a huge mountain range, then there's a vast, beautiful, farming valley which Fertile is like if this plain. was sieve yeah. if this was sieve this is like the ideal place you this would be you would feed every city in your empire from this little section it's unbelievable then there's little. another big mountain range every it, what did i say it's massive that's the oh, thing. it's huge this, this, sorry this yes. valley yeah the, the, it's it's i always just i always picture no, it like good. that uh like that world of warcraft zone that had the uh you remember the naga were were pumping all of the water out of that zone in like the big that big <laughs> hydro California, pumping facility right there, for sure yeah. and then and that's uh, that's where tom Selleck works he, he's got that water pumping facility and he's denying all the locals yes. of all their water the it was like that joaquin valley the central it's amazing valley. yeah central valley yeah it's it's, it's amazing place honestly because you see they, don't they have to pump huge amounts of water into it from it's crazy. miles away as so well? So you see probably, these reservoirs. Yeah. There's this reservoir, I think it's called the California Reservoir. I could be wrong. It's probably called the San Something Reservoir. But either way, it's on the way into uh, Monterey from Fresno. We went past it. Californians will know. It's a vast, vast lake surrounded by hills. And this is their reservoir for like this part of California. Obviously, this is connected by irrigation to all of these farms because you're just, it's so much farmland. There's so and they're many growing reservoirs, so yeah. many different things. It's I, mad. I wish they weren't growing so many fucking almonds because apparently they're like the thirstiest plant. Stop growing so many fucking almond trees. You're killing people, yourselves. People, it's still better than cow milk, though. 
That's the thing. Right, Still but the, way so better. almond milk is way, meant way to better. be better, right? But but it, California is growing all of these almonds. Like we went past mile after mile after mile of fucking almonds, and they're just yeah. like <laughs> thirsty bastards just sucking all the water out of the ground and and all of these reservoirs. And the reservoir well, is like all, half. they have these droughts as well, aren't they? When yeah, they, they have a drought when you were there. They have. They they are always having. Droughts. Yeah, it's like Every, it's like everybody. all the time over there, right? Oh, it's crazy. Every time we've been to LA, there's always they're always in the middle of a drought. There's always a, a drought. There's always some sort of fire. I love how you had to divert around the massive wildfire yeah. into the drought. It's like yeah. it's such a and we could American... see the fire. And that's just normal. That's just that's just accepted that's just as normal yeah. now. They have yeah. a fire, like the weather guy pops up, he tells you for that's another thing they're obsessed with is the weather. I thought British people were obsessed with the weather, but we are obsessed with talking about our very bland weather. Yeah. They are obsessed with living in fear of their genuinely terrifying wrath of God weather that could come out at any moment, anywhere. So they were like, possible hurricane warning, blah, blah, blah. And like earthquakes, <laughs> tornadoes, droughts, wildfires. More after this. And then there's an advert from Burger <laughs> covered in cheese. I can't handle any more of this. It's too much. It's unbelievable. So it was like, uh, we could, as we're driving in south towards Sequoia, we can see Yosemite on fire. There's this huge pall of smoke hanging across the horizon. And people like, oh, yeah, they closed a couple of gates. I heard they lost about 10,000 square countries worth of fucking tree. <laughs> and when we came into Sequoia, we were going past all these giant, like, dead trees uh, that are just like black matchsticks sticking out of the ground for miles. And that was like last year's burn or something that this part of Sequoia had burned. It was terrifying. Luckily, we didn't see any burned down, um, like, big Sequoia trees. These were all like pines and things like that. But they're really worried about the fact that if they have a big fire, they're going to lose like the General Sherman tree or whatever it's called, which is like this unbelievable living thing to see. It's like seeing a whale. Um, it's such a big fucking tree. It's ridiculous. By volume, it's the biggest tree in the world. Like it's not the tallest, but it's so thick. It's dummy thick, this tree. Right. Uh, and they're, they're just amazing. The sequoias themselves General are absolutely Sherman. amazing. General Sherman, yeah. Wow, um, it's it is the largest currently living tree. Holy crap! It's um, unbelievable. It's it's until you've stood at the base of it, you can't really appreciate how large it is. It's it's insane, um, and it doesn't have a huge canopy. It's like a little. It's like a huge thick body with these little arms. It's like a T Rex of trees, little arms of trees and branches wow. sticking out at the top. But they, yeah, just they suck up water. But the mountain up there was beautiful. It was nine thousand feet up. And uh, our ears were popping the whole time we were driving up there. The air was so thin. I was knackered going up like half a flight of stairs. I was like, fuck it out. Like we had to keep stopping. It was really, really awful. Um, but it was beautiful. It was absolutely beautiful. Um, all right. So here's the next one. My eldest said that San Francisco was like the crustiest parts of London, but all in one place. That's her summary of San Francisco, which is very unfair. Um, the but they crustiest. saw like crustiest. Crustiest. So that's her favorite thing is to describe something as musty crusty. Musty it's a bit, crusty. Bit musty crusty around here, isn't it? That's what she says. Yeah. I don't know where she got it from. But is that we, like just we saw, not very nice. <laughs> well, yeah. We saw okay. one homeless person and the kids shat themselves. They were like, oh, it's, <laughs> it's so I was like, love, wait till well, we get to Venice. I guess Beach. they didn't go anywhere near the middle of fucking San Francisco then. <laughs> I know. Jesus Christ. I mean, we we saw that there's a decent number of homeless people in the bits of San Francisco we were in, but we didn't go to I can't remember what the area is, I'm sure someone someone will know. Yeah, it's like really bad. Like there are parts of yeah, the Tenderloin all around there there were parts of san francisco that were just like obliterated by 
COVID. Just everything was like boarded up and shut down. And the hotel owner said to us, yeah. it was really bad a couple of years ago. Like San Francisco was like fucking terrible and it's recovering now. It, when we were there, it looked like a really prosperous city and it was stunningly beautiful. We went to Golden Gate Bridge Park, which was absolutely it's gorgeous. Really nice there. Yeah. And I, I thought San Francisco was really, no, there's, really There's something. a lot of really nice, really fancy. It's yeah. a really expensive place to live, obviously. As no well, doubt. There are, there are definitely um, real shitty areas. I can't, I can't possibly imagine otherwise because we saw some ele some elements that my kids were not impressed by the musty crusty stuff um yeah yeah yeah. so what else have you got oh yeah bear attacks youngest very concerned that's a <laughs> note i've made here okay. uh, when we got to sequoia <laughs> as we're going right. in we're reading about it and there were all these warnings about what to do if you're attacked by a bear and all the rest of it. my daughter was like bears and i i made mrs f promise that we would attempt to do all the right things. And if this bear was still coming at us, I would run at the bear and attempt to distract oh it. Oh my fucking God. While she God. legged you it with this, the kids. You had this conversation. We had this yeah. conversation. Of course, we didn't even see a bear. Um, and But I was like, just in case, you know, you never know. I want the plan to be, I don't want to be dying to a bear attack. And then Mrs. F and the kids are just standing there screaming. I want them to be running away so that at least my, my death is worth something. <laughs> I love this. Okay, so you're like, you're like, listen, I'm not going to sacrifice myself if you're just going to stand there and watch, right? You're going to be running, right. okay? Yes, because otherwise I'll lose my nerve. Like, I'll, I'll charge right. in there and they're still there. I'll be like, oh, fuck. Now now they're, I've got to worry about the kids, you know? And that takes away one of my flanks. I you know what I mean? The bear might exploit uh, that weakness. I've got to I be all in. Come on! I'll rip my shit off, grab a stick, and just we'll do, like, proper man versus bear. Ah! We'll fuck you. I'm going to die, but... Fuck you up so fast. Oh, of course! But it's gonna—it's not gonna stop seconds. attacking me because I'll grab onto it. I'll be I'll be biting it. Whatever I can do, at least they can get away. That's my feeling. Uh, hold on a second. So who is knocking at my door during? Me. This better be good. I'm in the middle of recording. Tribal. <laughs> <laughs> he's back. He's back. This had better be really, really good. It was not. Oh. It was not. She just wanted to say good morning. All right. Um, good morning. All right. So what have I got? That post bear attack. I've got driving in America. Very aggressive. Lots of accidents. And overall, no chill. A million huge trucks. That is a good summary. Right. Uh, of what it's like. I drove Holy about 1,250 miles in the, the okay. two weeks we were there. Of shitload of driving. And let me tell you, Americans, you cannot drive. You cannot fucking drive. I've driven in Florida and it was bad. I've, I've driven in uh, all over California and it was fucking awful. Maybe in the other states it's okay. I'm sure you, some American people say, oh, well, you should drive in Texas, mate. We're all really good at driving. They cannot fucking drive in California. The roads suck. The markings on the roads suck. The, the quality of the roads is is abysmal and they all drive like it's fucking dodgems. Everybody's just signaling and turning, not signaling and turning, weaving around, overtaking, undertaking. They're all either driving way too fast or way too slow. And you're constantly surrounded by these enormous trucks that take up mm. the entire lane. So when you are trying to overtake them, you're like practically, it's like fucking chariot dueling these things, trying to get past them. <laughs> and it, it was mad. Like my stress levels were off the chart. Anytime a turning comes up, Sometimes your lane just starts going off to another motorway and there's bare, bare warning. So you just got to be weaving about and everybody else is doing the same bear thing. Bare warning? Yeah, not a bear like... warning. <laughs> it was scary. It was really fucking scary. <laughs> just coming out <laughs> of the turnpike. Don't turn down the I-5 unless you want to go west. <laughs> <laughs> 
was like that. Oh. So that was pretty. Driving there was the worst part, and, and well, parking they as well. Very oh much. God. You know, most of the most of the time you just drive straight. You do one. You only have to, <laughs> most Americans only have to navigate one turn That's per true. day. That's true. One turn a day. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh, not, like, I've also made a note here, Fresno murderously hot, 42 degrees, and nobody seems to notice. That is true. Nobody really seemed to notice. There were people working in, like, huge, thick work trousers, big work boots, T-shirt, jacket, high-vis jacket on top, and their hat and gloves. And they're just working away by the side of the road. It's like, and we're like, I could go, like, 10 feet without having to stop and have a drink of water. It was so hot. They must just <laughs> all be used to it. But it was unfucking real how little they seem to care about the fact that they were boiling alive. Um, or they just maybe they're just used to it. Most of them seem to be uh, like Latinos, so maybe it's much hotter in Mexico. They're just used to it. Yeah, uh, maybe they're just more more adapted to it. Like, yeah. they've, just, they've just done it their whole lives. Whereas, like they're like, oh, but, it's quite cool today. It's only 41. But yeah, it was, maybe it's like that. Whereas uh, our bodies are so used to being freezing <laughs> fucking cold all the time. Yeah, right. That, you know, our default stance is... Um, Man, it was it, it got up to thirty seven here the other week, and yeah. uh, everybody was just losing their fucking minds. Like it was unbelievable. It's just yeah, too yeah. hot. And my mum was here. She's up in London. I think it was forty one in London, and she said uh, that she was just lying on the floor next to the fan, and that the cat and dog were lying next to her, also in the fan, and they all just lay there for like hours. Well, yeah, because it was That's too hot you to do, do anything. Yeah, it was it was terrible actually. So I had this. Um, I came back from TwitchCon, which was great, by the way. I'm yeah, I really yeah, got yeah, it. Yeah, I really liked it. Yeah, um, really fun, <laughs> really fun I time. Loved it. And I'd caught like um like a stomach bug or something, you know. And so I and I didn't realize this. Uh, so I came back and it was that hottest day when it was like thirty eight degrees right. in Bristol, and um I hadn't slept because our flight was really early, so I'd had to like because we I, I had. We'd been up drinking on the last night, you know, and then I had about three hours sleep, not really, and then, you know, got to the airport, flew back, had a had a, had a load of stress to deal with when I got back, just um, personal stuff, and then was really sick. And I didn't really realise I was sick. I just thought I was hot, but right. I was like, I was feverish, <laughs> really, really feverish, oh really God. sweaty. And, um, but I just thought, man, this is not a problem, because I just, I'd been to Corfu like a couple of weeks earlier, and that was just as hot so i was like i can handle this this is not this is not i don't know why i'm so hot and fucked COVID? up and no it was it was just like a viral i just had like a viral stomach bug i think oh, so I was, man. I start, yeah, then i started suck. pooping and so it's in the middle of the night i was exhausted i was like super stressed out i was boiling hot i was like feverish and, and i was just pooping. in this really oh. horrible like zombie mode where like uh, i didn't want to disturb my partner because you know we'd had like an argument and so do you know I mean it was like it was just like everything was just a disaster that day oh. um and and i just I, I remember i was like just feeling absolutely shitty so i was downstairs like trying to sleep on the sofa but it was just too hot and i was like every time i would like doze off i would like snap wide awake again oh man. um and it was really really weird and what Poop, i should have done really in the was heat just, is horrible because yeah, the toilet seat gets all sweaty as oh, well man. it was just it was just a, the roughest night i've had so that's that oh, was the whole, uh, and it, it wouldn't have been so bad if it wasn't that confluence of of all of those he, yes, conditions that's, that's right terrible. that's terrible like, the worst part any about, one of them i would have been fine with but the worst thing yeah. about pooping when it's hot out is you got to close the bathroom door when you poop so the bathroom <laughs> yeah. gets really hot as well oh, <laughs> and smells I wasn't doing and you're, that. so you're like you're on the brink of sweating just sitting there but then when you 
when you got to move around, like to, you know, to start, you know, wiping or whatever, all of a sudden it's just like, holy shit, like I'm just breaking a massive sweat here and I'm not even really doing anything because it's so goddamn hot in this room. Yeah, God, it, was, it, it was it was hell. So, yeah, but TwitchCon was, was really cool. Amsterdam, really cool place. It's kind of this... I don't know if you've you've been several before. times. I, I, yeah. I've never been before, but it's it's it, it's a great place to host a convention like that, right? Because there's always there's tons and tons of cool canals and bars all along everywhere, and so even with a group of like five or fifteen or twenty five people, you can always you can find somewhere. Oh yeah, baby, I'm everyone's so really Look chill. At me. I'm smoking weed. I'm amazing. Fuck off. I, I wasn't impressed by the red light district. It wasn't Ooh, what I expected. I was. No, I, people people often aren't impressed by it, which uh, baffles me because it's amazing. It's amazing. <laughs> it's the women awesome. are right there in the window, and they're beckoning to you. And I was like, wow, I've never felt so desired in all my life. This is ridiculous. That is very strange. Um, but I mean, they, obviously they, they're in doing it for money but i in my primitive brain i was like oh that girl likes me but but, but i thought the idea in my head the red light district would be kind of slightly crustier and crusty musty crusty musty yeah but actually it's like a really nice area it's got like a really yeah, beautiful no, yeah, the, the area is incredible it's, like, it's really flowers everywhere nice it's to like walk around in. in the day it's it's a nice area to walk around in, in the too. day you wouldn't even yeah. know you were in it no of course right? yeah and then like and then in the nighttime you know at like 11 p.m obviously this is when we walked around first of all there were a million tourists there like it was like water like crowd yeah, full like every, every tourist you feel like, like at a festival going, or something like it, it's a, the red light it's a nice uh, atmosphere too right people are like generally like pretty high spirits like like anytime yeah. i've ever been it's always been pretty fun because you just bump into people that you just talk to randomly or whatever and and yeah. stuff it's like it's that kind we of did place a lot of right? that. it's very social yeah. it's very like anyway but it was uh, like walls that crammed full of people it's like you know being in a queue almost of like being in a tall group or something because there's tall <laughs> groups there queue, there's, like, you gotta wonder yeah. what you were queuing for lewis i know but they sort of they sort of stake around this area past all the windows and there's not even that many windows they're fairly like spread out and there's obviously the sex clubs there's some sex shops as well yeah, they and obviously awful. duncan said to me i was like duncan what is why are people doing this? And he was like, "Well, because you can literally just open any of those doors with women in and fuck them." Yes. <laughs> well, yeah. And I was like, I was like, right. And he was. <laughs> and he was you, like, but the, you get to look at like first up because like, it's like managed, and they're professionals, and they're not just on the street, or whatever. These they all look really gorgeous. Yeah. Like a lot of the prostitutes, you're like, holy shit, like this girl is like really good looking. Yeah. And she doesn't have like all track marks all over and look like she's sleeping rough. She's like she's a got really all her teeth high and end. Stuff. Yeah, she's like a really good looking girl. And she's right there in a window and she's like making eyes at you. It's like, oh my god, I could see how people would come here and just lose their minds. But I but I mean, I am not someone who's just gonna I, I feel no, like I would never all, be able to do it. It would be terrible. Well, first of all, though, but it's like there's so many tourists there. Like, there's literally a hundred tourists walking past these doors, right? Yeah. And you're supposed to be the one that goes out of the crowd. You see some of the people that do, right? Like, I'm sure where you were walking by, you saw a couple of people, like, trying to discreetly exit one of these places. Or you <laughs> see, like, a, a huddle of Maybe men where door. somebody is just about to go in or whatever. Like, it's... I guess it's the same as like strip clubs, really. Like if you're, I think it is trying to get yeah, somebody in the champagne room or whatever, you know. Like it's always like yeah, but this you, weird... everybody's in the strip club when you're at the strip club. Yeah, you might just be out walking your dog, and there's some bloke coming out of a room with a girl, and you think sure, you, just, yeah. you just nubbed her. I've just had sex. Yeah, and you'd be like, Ugh. I guess like I'm not. I just first of all, 
it wasn't as seedy at all as I was expecting, and it wasn't as kind of adult as I was expecting at all. It was very because everyone's fully clothed outside. There's no like you know that you there's no nipples on show anywhere right, or anything right. kind of. God forbid. It's all very very clean. I don't want to see that. There's no. <laughs> I don't want to see nipples. You know, Gross. There's hardly any. It's all very <laughs> safe, you know, to the yeah. point of kind of. And and obviously yes, you can just have sex with people, and also you can go down down into these or up, I guess, into these clubs and go to like the banana bar or whatever and do, whatever, right? Yeah, like, a banana bar it, sounds like there's going to be a lot of penises on show. Banana bar. If you're calling it banana bar, <laughs> banana that's got to be the dick. That's the dick. But, club. Well, some of them, so some of them are a bit like memes, you know, in a sense. But I, I guess like it's a stag do thing, and it's a kind of laddie thing, and it's a kind of. I get I get the impression that. Amsterdam is like a kind of stag, but made for stag twos or made oh, for yeah, those yeah. kind of events, right? I feel Where... like like red light district in Amsterdam for me was like kind of like the same vibe as uh, as Vegas at night. You know, when you're out on the street, like walking in between the the um, the casinos and stuff in Vegas, it's it's a little bit the same like atmosphere wise, right? Like everybody's just like seems to be having yes, like right. a, it, a fun time feels, or whatever it feels like super safe right because yeah. there's cops everywhere yeah, yeah. in that's in in those areas right because it's like tourist central right it's like very um, but then, like sanitized then the contrast like vegas during the day you, you see like lots of families taking pictures of all these big casinos and stuff like it it, it changes but it's still it's still not like it, it it's not like so much of a change where you're like all of a sudden feeling like, I think it's because oh. it's so famous though. Like yeah. when you think of it's Amsterdam, a novelty, you think right? of weed people and you think out. of the red light yeah. district, right? And and those are the two things that like kind of are such so prevalent in the people who run Amsterdam's mind that they've obviously made a lot of effort to, you know, sanitize like clean it up and make it like a place that doesn't reflect too badly on them or it doesn't, you know, there's, there's no it didn't feel like a, there was any like real crime or like danger. It all felt yeah. super like, 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 um, like, like Sanitized. they know it's it's a tourist place, right? I don't know. So, so it felt a bit, I don't know, like inauthentic in a sense to me, you know, like, um, and also just a bit sparse, I guess, like a bit. I was expecting it to be more American in a sense, but it's definitely not. It's definitely very European. Like it's kind of mm. spread out across a wider area of little streets and little picturesque canal side you know beautiful bars very strange but no it was great great twitchcon twitchcon was so good in amsterdam because you know sometimes you're just like four of you but sometimes you accidentally there's like 26 of you you know and usually there's it seemed like everywhere we went there were places to see and stuff so so next year it's in paris which right. doesn't feel like it's going to be no, as, that's gonna suck. as good. No, Paris, no France. They hate, they hate us in France, as in people that don't live in Paris. They hate people that don't live in Paris, and now there's going to be a ton of them. That's yeah, a, that's they're, a not, they're not welcoming. For, Do it whereas, in Twickenham. Oh my God. Just saying. Do it in Twickenham. TwitchCon Twitch 2024 Twickenham. Twickenham. That would be yeah. <laughs> Oh, we got Twickenham else. Stadium. Uh, True. It's pretty big. True. We could do stuff there. It could do it in Jersey. TwitchCon in Jersey. You've got Fort Regent over here. Nope. They don't get go, any ideas. Go, I don't mean, it ideas. was good enough for Hot Chocolate, um, who came over. Michael Bublé was was going to come over at one point. He's an auto tuning piece of shit. Don't talk they to me about Michael they should Bublé. Just, they should just do Amsterdam again. It was so good. It was so good. Sorry, did I, I say was, Bublé? I meant Michael Bolton. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Bolton was yeah. meant to come over. He didn't come over in the end, but he well, was he, meant to. He's great. He was like, Jersey? What, New Jersey? That sounds great. No, Jersey. Ro like, oh, Robbie Williams has come over here to perform at Fort Regent as well, which is Please hilarious because Fort Regent has a, a seating capacity of like maybe 400 people. 
So it's yep. like imagine Sounds like the right. smallest show that you've ever been to for like a like a punk band or whatever, but it's Robbie Williams and like his whole Great. crew Keep and the production Keep and everything. Fort yeah. Region. Fort, Fort Region. It's the big uh, dome on the, nice. on top of the hill. Nice. Yeah. Oh, you know yeah, the one you nice. when you're driving like along the front, yeah. you can see it. You can see the big dome, the big yeah, white dome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How's Jersey that's, doing? That's my how's, head. Hello. How is? Oh, how's, terrible. <laughs> oh, please. <laughs> it's doing terrible. Oh, it's never been worse. God. Just, uh, What's wrong? Just a mess. Oh, the gas prices just so high and like. Oh, that was shit. something Housing. the Americans were complaining about the petrol prices. It was half the cost it is here. Half the cost. Jesus. They're like, wow. as soon as the price of the pump comes down, goddammit. Like, <laughs> you know, you lot don't know you're born. It's twice as much in the UK. And they're like, what? Well, they drive a lot further. They do though. drive they a do. lot further, yeah. <laughs> They, they all just, drive over. LA, there is no way to get around other than driving. Other than the And scooters. they have these massive fucking mega trucks as well that yeah. guzzle no, twice I, the petrol. The thing so. in America as well is the way that it's laid out. Like, if you live in a neighborhood somewhere, oftentimes you're not going to be working in that neighborhood because there's just not, you know, a neighborhood will have like a couple of convenience stores, maybe a right. supermarket, gas stations, the, the usual stuff that you need to commute away from where you live to go work in an yeah. office somewhere downtown or or, or whatever. But in in Europe, it's a bit different, right? There's a, it's, there's a good chance that even if you live in a big um, city or town, you 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 will live close enough to where you work, sort of thing, right? Where true, it's, true. It's not you're not in a car for like you know two three hours a day or whatever. That's true. And the that bikes. was that was one oh thing God. I did actually that that I may forgot. have been a bad idea. We went out for dinner, had a few drinks, and I said it was it was long enough back along Venice Beach, which is a shithole, that we could have walked. But I said, look, let's get a Lime scooter, one of those little scooters you can get, and I'll give the kids lifts back to the flat, and then I'll come back and get Mrs. F. And the, Mrs. F was like dead against it. The kids were like, yes, let's do this. So I got one and like gave them each a lift back, went back and got one kid, dropped them off. The problem with the Lime scooters is if you don't have mobile phone reception, you can't park the bloody thing. So you end up walking for miles with this thing that's running out of battery, trying to find somewhere to park it, because you don't need to park it in certain areas. It was unbelievable. The, the mobile phone reception that I got across California was a, a, absolutely shocking. <laughs> it was shocking. I could well, barely, I, I didn't get a signal, I would say 70% of the time, I didn't get any kind of signal. Because uh, Vodafone goes to T-Mobile, I know you've got to go. I'm sorry, Vodafone I've goes got... to T-Mobile, it sucks. This is, I'm sorry, really sorry. We'll have to do part two of this um, because there's so much to say and we've had to suddenly cut the podcast short because I've got to go do this tiny team stream. Um, but yes, thank you, everyone. We'll, we'll pick this up. To, can we, you guys around tomorrow? Can we pick this up tomorrow? We can pick it up tomorrow, and, uh, yeah. And we'll make, we'll make this, uh, uh, we'll just do the rest of it tomorrow. We'll do a part okay. two. This just, is part just one. Pause, pause it here. All right. See you for part two. Today's episode is sponsored by ExpressVPN. If you go online without ExpressVPN, it's like using your brand new smartphone without a protective case. Yeah, smart, you'll probably smartphone. Smartphone. Yep. <laughs> Most of the time, you'll probably be fine. But all it takes is one little bit of damage, uh, and you make you wish you had felt like you had protected yourself. Wow, I delivered that yeah. really well. <laughs> it's like a, it's like when you accidentally flick your screen and then the whole thing cracks. You know, like. Uh, yeah. You ever done that before? Yeah. Get a screen protector and a this phone protector. This happened to Joe. Case. Joe Hickson at TwitchCon. He he bought this brand new phone. Didn't have a smart. Didn't have a case yet, and just smashed it and felt absolutely. The crushed. online equivalent to that, of course, would be VPN. Yes. Yeah. So uh, I used ExpressVPN when I was away in Amsterdam. 
Uh, every time I was connecting to like a Wi-Fi in, in like a hotel or a cafe or in the airport, um, because I know that, you know, these these places are not secured at all. Yeah. Any hacker on that network can hack into your stuff. Wait, I've got something. I've got something. Don't be Joe Hickson. Be someone who clicks on the link to ExpressVPN. 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 slash Triforce. Correct. com slash Triforce. And you can get extra three months free. Uh, so yes, check that out. Thank you for the sponsorship and on the show. Today's episode of Triforce is also sponsored by Honey. Oh, uh, the easy way here to we save go. Money when shopping <laughs> on your iPhone or computer. Throw away your coupon book, uh, old my, lady Flax. You don't need to, to do it. And, but I need my coupon, young man. I need my coupon. You don't need to book. manually Google for coupon Wait, codes. Is it, is it compatible with my browser, young man? <laughs> it is. You can use it on on Safari on your iPhone. Oh. Well, you know, you love your frugal old lady. You love to save money. I, um, how dare why? you? Oh, did you say frugal? <laughs> yes, yeah, I am. <laughs> <laughs> well, why not install Honey? Because you could straight up be missing out. It, it, I use why it. Why not, and indeed? It, it why always, it's, not? It's, it pops up a surprising amount. If you don't already have Honey, uh, you should just install it. And you can actually use our link, which is joinhoney.com slash Triforce. Joinhoney.com slash Triforce and save money on anything you buy online. Games, save money headphones. with Honey. You had it. It was set there up it is. right oh. there. Save well, money with Honey. Well, thank you. So, yeah, joinhoney.com slash Triforce. Get Honey for free. It's free. So so check it out. Thank you. That is that is uh, our sponsor for this episode. So, yeah, on with the show. On with the show. On with the show. Hello, hello! Welcome back uh, to the podcast. We're we're doing part two. This is it's a, a part two. This will be, be the same one as yesterday. Yeah, so kind but... of part two where it just fades out and you expect to think it's the end of the movie and then there's a whole other fucking chunk. And yeah, it's going to well, be just is, as disappointing in the, as the first part of the movie. It's going to be disjointed because yesterday we forgot everything we talked about in the mm. first half of the podcast yesterday. Well, no, yeah. this is going to be extra America. long. It's America. Yeah, Flax, yeah, Flax oh, talked yeah. about America, and but I think Flax is pretty jet lagged too, right? So he'll probably forget some of what he was talking probably, about. Probably, yeah. yeah. So I did, you know what I did thing. watch? I, well, here's something I do want to talk about. I watched The Batman. The Batman. Yeah, which I the thought ba- was like, I a funny the title. It's gotten it, yeah. to the point now where there's been so many Batmans and they've had so many names for movies of Batmans that they've just had to resort to the Batman. The Batman. I'll be honest with you. I thought it was actually pretty good. I did yeah, nice. I it was okay. did pretty think good. it was jolly long because it was like three hours long. I guess and they we've come definitely could have tightened it up a wee bit. But it was the like titling. I, I, yeah, the titling is like, what are we gonna do? What can we call well, it? Well, I think I think they already did that. There was already the age of people rebooting stuff and just calling it the one word thing. So there was yeah. already probably a movie called Batman. There was right, recently. Was, yeah. Um, and now they're like, damn, we've used that. <laughs> what do we? <laughs> what the, do we have? The so Batman. in so in France, it's going to be Le Batman. Le Le Homme de Bat. Le Batman, or in in Spain, it'll be El Batmano. Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> El Batman. That's how they say it. Yeah. Well, I liked it. I liked it because he he was like uh, he was he was a Batman for our times, you know, re- recession Batman. Like yeah, he, yeah. he doesn't have a, all the fancy gadgets that that uh, that the other Batman had. His car is just like a souped-up car, 
his motorcycle is just like a motorcycle. Le Batmobile. And, and he gets his ass kicked quite a bit. Like he's just like a lad trying to do his best rather than some, like he doesn't flaunt the whole billionaire thing. Um, they don't really, and he, he's got fucking Andy Circus as his butler for Christ's sake. I mean, you'd think you could afford someone better than Andy bloody Circus, but no. So I liked wow. it. El hombre merciliago. <laughs> El hombre de El Naito. Is Merciliago bat? Yes, it is, yeah. But that means the, the, the bat mobile is a Merciliago mobile. That doesn't work at all. It's a mouthful. Or for it sure. would be whatever, whatever mobile would be. Yeah, Merciliago. Maybe the, the automobile is shorter. Yeah, what a mouthful. Maybe it's like, yeah, it is a mouthful. They wouldn't yeah. say, look out, it's the Batman. Look out, it's the Masiliago man. Hombre <laughs> de Masiliago. I like that, though. I like those long... On the topic of franchises where uh, finally something good comes out of them, uh, I'm thinking of uh, The Mandalorian. The reason I'm thinking of The Mandalorian is because I'm thinking of uh, John Favreau. Mm-hmm. The reason I'm thinking of John Favreau is because I watched a couple episodes of Seinfeld yesterday, and the first episode I watched was uh, The Fire. I don't know if you remember The Fire, but it's the one where uh, George goes to a uh, kid's party with a clown, and um, <laughs> he's obsessed yeah. with Bozo the Clown. Right. And he's trying to explain to the clown at the party who Bozo the Clown was. And the clown turns around and he's like, you're living in the past, man. You're talking about a clown from the 60s. And the guy who says that to him is John Favreau. He's, oh, he's wow. He is the clown, yeah. So he's no like way. a younger John Favreau. Uh, and then, of course, uh, George notices a fire, uh, starts screaming fire, and then pushes all the women and children aside so that he can <laughs> yeah. get out first. Do you remember that That's one? That's right. Yeah, I remember yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, well. yeah, yeah. And then, uh, and then I also want to mention that I watched uh, the, the episode – uh the hamptons which mm. is the one with shrinkage if you remember that yes. one, where george Very gets caught, caught with shrinkage yeah. and they say to elaine you you know about shrinkage right you know when it gets cold she's like it shrinks yeah and then she <laughs> says you guys walk around, around, with, those around with those things yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so um <laughs> so one. in that same episode george uh george's girlfriend of the time goes onto the beach topless but he hasn't had sex with her yet but Kramer, right. Jerry, and Elaine all see her topless. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I don't know if you remember the scene where they're all looking at her on the beach topless. And uh, Kramer says, like, wowza or something like that. And Jerry <laughs> turns around and says, Boutros, Boutros, Gali. <laughs> yeah. Remember? Do you remember that from the fast show? Boutros, Boutros, Gali. <laughs> Chris Waddle. Yeah, Scoccio. weird. Butros, guys. Well, this is one of those things. Again, it leads into the the idea that foreign TV and move and and culture is different. Like certainly, I mean, Batman, I suppose, is is pretty universal. But there's certain things that caught on in certain countries and are still very famous there for kind of no reason, almost like these things that everyone else has forgotten about. You know, it'll, it'll be like a a cartoon series or like a TV show and everyone in that in that country is obsessed with it and so th- there's always work for the stars of that forgotten TV show right because yeah. they can go to Romania where it is still you know every, everyone knows it and it's like a part of the cultural you know and they'll they, they're almost confused that we aren't 
huge fans of it in a sense, mm. right? Because we made it or whatever, yeah, yeah. like the fast show or whatever. It's like, you're, you don't remember this? Like, this is famous in our country. I love that stuff yeah. so much. That, that, I think I, I am 100% sure we've mentioned this before. But for any Germans uh, watching, the, the thing that they always talk about is this British sketch about a very old wait butler serving a very fancy old lady drinks at... Uh, New Year's. Yes, I've Ooh. seen that. Yeah, which is like a very, it's like they play it every single, it's either Christmas or New Year's in Germany. Yeah, I think it's, it's New always Year's. New Year's, yeah. And they play this on TV and everybody gets around, it's like a big family thing and they all know every bit of it. It's like, it's only 10 minutes long. They, like, I've met multiple Germans, young and old, who will say to me, ah, yes, you must, uh, you're British, you must enjoy the sketch. And I can't remember what it's called, but Dinner they always one. get one of them. Dinner for ein. Dinner yeah, for dinner one. For, yeah, that's for the one. one. It is the with, best. It, of course, it is British. It must be very with, with famous the, in your country. With the music hall hero, Freddie Frinton. Yep, never heard of him. <laughs> yeah, with Freddie Frinton, the legend Freddie Frinton. You must, of course, know this. It's very popular in Germany. I'm sure it is very hugely popular. And, and, and also in, in your country as well. No, oh my, no, no we've Fritz. Never, never heard we've never of it. seen it. We don't watch those. This is exactly what I'm talking about, P Flex. This exact type of thing yeah. is it, it gets me every time because they almost it's almost so obvious they don't think to mention it as well. Like they, it's just in the back of their mind. They're shocked when they find out that you've never heard of this thing. I've actually been to Frinton. I, it's a little place on the coast in Essex. It's a little seaside town where they used to all the old people used to retire there. You know, Frinton on Sea. It's like one of these Printing. little cute little places, yeah. That's, uh, um, that'll be Flaxen. Florida if you're uh, American, or uh, Vancouver Island if you're Canadian. That's Th right. These are yeah. all the popular retirement spots. That is def it's definitely one of those, you know, where everyone used to retire to the coast. Do people, where do retire people? Oh, Spain, I guess. That's where they retire to now, isn't it? Um, listen, one more, uh, one more mention of Seinfeld because um, while Flax was away, I mentioned it. it on uh, WhatsApp. But uh, if you ever get a chance to watch the episode where... Uh, Jerry, uh, George, and Elaine all help uh, the elderly. Yes. Jerry gets this grumpy old man. Yeah. George, uh, I I don't know if George does. George and Kramer do one actually. But George, George gets George is the guy who gets the really grumpy guy who says, "They're stealing my records." No, no, that's he, Jerry. Jerry gets that guy. No, oh, George right. does because then. Oh wait, is it yeah, Jerry that no. gets him? And then, but it's it's the assistant for that. Oh guy yes. that they yeah. steal the records from, right? No, yeah, George George gets the assistance to uh to lube up his bald head. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so he could rub his head all over her body or something like that. <laughs> Wait, and, the uh, old lady then... that Elaine gets sounds like my coupon lady almost, yes. doesn't she? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the goiter <laughs> it's lady. It's got this she... enormous goiter on my neck. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like it's it, it's it's exactly the same. Yeah. It's so it's, fucking it's funny, so man. Funny. I was howling when it came on. <laughs> What's my wrong, God. dear? Is oh. it this big goiter? <laughs> Is it my goiter? <laughs> <laughs> oh, why? I'd hardly noticed it. That was my. But the when she talks about, she's like, "Who is this a picture of you with, Mahatma?" Oh, the passion. <laughs> like she had a love affair with Mahatma Gandhi. So good. Uh, it's a, a good, good one. But yeah, it sounds exactly like Pyrian's coupon lady, which is uh, which is. I mean, I probably got it from there in all honesty. It's yeah. one of those things that just sunk well, That's in. a good one. Listen, um, I was playing, because uh, we were running a little bit late this morning and I knew we were late. Well, I was playing some uh, some SNES classics on the Switch with my son. Mm. And we were Ooh. playing Pilot Wings. Oh. I don't know if you remember Pilot Wings, but yeah. man, what a game. It was it's so much fun. 
And what was uh, the, it all uh, came what was the graphics flat. thing. What was the graphics thing for Pilot Wings that they they had introduced? It was it was like unique. There was a chip that they had. Yes, it was the, the same they used for F Zero. It was yeah. like uh, oh, it was like this was way of presenting frames very quickly, so that it gave you the the sense that you were like in some some form of like three D or whatever. Was it the it Super FX chip? Yeah, something like that. Super FX. Yeah, I think it yeah. was. So was, that um, sounds right. So I was like, here, give this a try. Like, it's really fun. I used to play this when I was a kid or whatever. And he's like, he tried, he tried to do the skydiving. He tried to land the biplane and everything, and he he just couldn't do it. And he was like, oh, well, you know, it seemed fun, but he couldn't do it. And he's like, here, you have a go. And I was like, oh, I don't know if I remember how to play this. Sure enough, fucking aced it. Like uh, <laughs> I don't even know how I remembered, but man, I was just on it. Like I was hitting all the rings. I was getting the perfect landings. I landed my, I did the skydiving land onto the moving platform and everything. He was like blown away. And I was like, so I passed him the controller. And he's like, why are you passing me this? I was like, I got to go. I, yeah, I got, I got stuff to do. He's like, what? He's like, you thought we were going to play pilot wings all day. Oh shit. Sorry. So now I got to play pilot wings later with him as well. I, I had he probably thinks him. you're like some sort of secret pilot wings champion. And you've been like cold. Uh, he's been playing a lot of fall guys recently. Like uh, so much. So actually he's finished the entire season pass. Uh, the oh, current wow. season pass. He's unlocked all the skins and everything, and he's like, he's really, really quite proud of himself, sort of thing. Mm. Um, so I'm trying to teach him now to not spend all of his show bucks, but to save them for the next season pass, right? Because right. like he's like, oh, I want to get this skin. I was like, don't spend it on one skin. Get it on the season pass. You'll get way mm -hmm. more skins. And he's like, oh. But we'll see. I don't know if he'll be able to hold out. You know, the excitement. He was like I kicking see. his legs in bed before going to sleep yesterday. He was like so excited that he unlock like the was he like pretending he was running in full guys like yeah it was kind of like that yeah but you like you know when you just get so excited you just don't know what to fucking do with yourself like it's insane i miss that i do I miss, too i miss uh, being yeah I, I, I do anything. too yeah it, it's uh, I, that's the, the beauty of having kids is that you get to relive the excitement of being a kid through your kids sometimes sometimes i'm not yeah. going to say all the time because when you're you're up to your neck and diarrhea and stuff it doesn't you feel also relive great, that but, stuff yeah, you do. That you've you've blocked out <laughs> exactly, but um, but no for the this for the fun stuff it's to me. great. Yeah, it's really good. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah, that's really cool. Pilot wings. Yeah, well done. Yeah, yeah. Recommended the, for well sure. Oh, that, yeah, that's what I remember now. The scooters. I was talking about lime scooters, wasn't I? Oh yeah, you were doing you ferried uh, both of your kids and then your wife back to your accommodation using a scooter. You were saying that's right. Well, that's she didn't get on said. it wisely because it started to run out of batteries. Oh. I, I, I don't, so, and then, and then when it comes to parking it, that's right, if you don't have any signal, it's almost, it, you, you can't end the ride, because you need to have a signal to say end ride, and it, the, it, the, the bike needs to be in a specific place, a parking spot, that's what they yeah. demanded. Yeah. That's right. So you have to put it in this parking spot, so if you can't get the signal, the t clock's just fucking running. And the, the cost is going up and up and up. And you're like, fucking, I've got to run in around trying to find A, a place where it will accept as a parking spot, and B, phone reception in America, which is apparently impossible. Because if you're with Vodafone, it defaults to T-Mobile and they're dog Originally, shit. there was a Wild West on these things. And yeah. you could just grab them anywhere, park them anywhere. They were just lying around. But then City started like clamping down on them. Because you know, Which well, is fair not, enough, because he used to get them in the most fucking ridiculous places. Yeah, and I think a lot of them ended up being thrown in canals and such, yeah. you know, and stuff like this. So so that, that now they've got these designated parking spots for them, which makes it more difficult. And also, like, I don't know, they've started going bust. One of them I noticed called... Um, 
Bolt Mobility, which is yeah. not the same one as Bolt, um, the European um, transport thing. That's a different thing. But they, they have like these bikes, um, and I think maybe e-scooters as well, but like eight cities, apparently. Um, Portland, Oregon, Burlington, etc. Like They've just been abandoned now. Hmm. Like It's gone bust. The bikes are just still there, but God. no really? one's picking them up. They're not working. It's just like... Yeah, it's like it's, it's starting to happen because these these the margins are like razor thin on these yeah, things. They They're kind of speculative, be. right? It's one of these tech startups. They're leaving them on the street. I, I mean, mean I, like... I don't think these companies ever began with an intention of making money. Like a lot of these tech startups, the plan is you start this up, you run it for a year or two, you get loads of investors, and you get loads of investors. Yeah, you make you a loads of money loads. personally, and then you just yeah. go, "Oh well, fucking pack it up." <laughs> And then you can go around and say, oh, I was a part of the tech startup bolt. We made this much. We did this many rollouts. They're like, oh, you sound like you know what you're doing. Come up with an idea that makes some fucking money. How about that? <laughs> like, seriously. Yeah, come up with an idea to make some fucking money and then tell me about it so I can make some fucking money instead of you. Yeah. I'll do <laughs> a better job investor, of it, too. These investors, honestly, I think half of them are just, they're literally rolling the dice. This might be big. They don't fucking know because yeah. you can't really predict what's going to well, blow up and what's going to Well, they don't even care. Not. They're not even rolling the dice. They're convincing other people to roll the dice. Do you know what I mean? They're, they're convincing inv investors to right. come on board. But what I'm saying right? is those investors can't be that stupid if they've got shitloads of money. So they must make some good investments. But I think a lot of the time they just think, well, look, if we invest in a 100 things this year and three of them explode and make us a shitload of money, job done. And if we have to write off a few billion along the way, then so be it. But this money is just getting like dumped into this dumb shit. I mean, fair play. The money's making its way somewhere. But it's just fucking idiots, honestly. I, I doubt I very much that they honestly, these investors sat down and look at all of these bike startup companies and say, this is the one. Because how can it be? There's like a dozen of them. And you need the app for each one. So you have to go along. It's like, well, I've, there's no limes around here. Well, there's this fucking whatever it's called, the, the booth bikes. Right, we could get a booth bike, and Booth's got her startup company, Booth Bikes, and you can scan the thing, and then you can add the thing, and blah blah. You got to pull your payment details in, or confirmation bollocks, blah blah blah. Twenty minutes of faffing about. Now you can ride their bike. There is no central app, is there, where I can just say, just get me on this fucking bike, and I'll worry about it later. That's what you want, rather than have mm. to have every individual bloody app. That's why they're going to fail because there's no central coherency to it. I, I go to get on a bus. I don't care who's running the bus. Go. I don't need a different credit card to get on the fucking bus. I get on the fucking bus. These bikes, you're going to have a different app. Fuck that. <laughs> well, the problem is it's like some... It takes... You can't roll it out across the whole country at once, right? So you have to roll it out okay, across one city. Right. And then while that's happening, someone else, a rival company, is like, oh, well, if we make it in another city, they'll have to buy us out. You know. Right. So that's And that just leads to this mad rush of kind of idiots like diving on the bandwagon oh it's you know maddening. it's think of uh, the waste all those lithium batteries gone just clogging up the streets all the materials in these fucking bikes and when you, i mean i've ridden one and i'm sure i looked a cunt when i was on it i had fun doing it <laughs> but you see people riding them all the fucking time and i always Did you have a helmet on no i didn't see this is the other thing like, yeah it just feels like what are you doing like the like do you have to bring? I think sometimes you have to bring your own helmets now to ride these bikes, in, in, and th that kind of defeats the whole point. But yeah. also, like, just like talking about Amsterdam and bikes, like that city was so bike friendly that it yeah. was crazy. But in a sense, also they were so used to bikes and so many of them were on bikes that it was basically like having a second road. 
on yeah, every yeah. next to every road. So you have to cross the road, and then you have to cross the bike road, right? Because it's there were scary just too. as many assholes zooming along on those <laughs> things. Do you know what I mean? It was cool, but you know, but that's built for it, right? And so you know, sure, like it's still. I, I looked up stats. I think it was something. It was still like still three times more likely to you know be killed on a bike than in a car, kind of thing, or in Amsterdam, you know, where it's very safe for bicyclists. Yeah. And they have yeah, all this there's a lot of biking over there. But it's still, I mean, still it much three, more dangerous. That's three times as likely, not three times as many as like other countries, right? Because obviously the more bikes you have, the more accidents you're going to have. I think a lot of people, I think they do have a lot of bike deaths, but even so, yeah, a proportional to the amount of people on bikes, actually, yeah. I think it's, it's pretty low. But, but I mean, that infrastructure obviously is does favour the, the scooters and the other these things, you know, whereas it doesn't feel like British cities are no. made for it, you know, especially, I mean, in Bristol, sure, there's quite a few cycle lanes now, but... If I, I got e scooter one time and I was like on the road like 80% of the time, it felt like, and yeah. I'm just driving through the center. And I just did not feel safe at no, all. No, no. Um, I yeah. know there was a lad that, uh, a lad, I think he, he either died or he got very, very bad head injury. He was going along near me, near, near uh, in, in Twickenham. And came Is he off on his... life support? Because it's beeping in the background. <laughs> <laughs> That's some fucking Amazon truck backing up. If you got him, if you got you so loud, holy got crap! Hold on, I'll pull the plug on that. There we go. There we go. He's gone. He's gone. Oh no! Don't do that. No, just... He's alright. Oh, Either way, God. he. Uh... Gosh, that sounded really dark. Because uh, I so... did. <laughs> He's sorry, gone. sorry. Oh. I'm genuinely sympathetic. It's awful. But he was going along on one of these electric scooters. I think he came off it and got hit by a car. Um, so they had to, the air ambulance had to land on Twickenham Green and, and airlift the guy away, unfortunately. So they are they are very dangerous. The air ambulance? Go... You're in the middle of so... fucking central London. How is there, why can a normal ambulance come? Surely it would take longer for a fucking helicopter to come. Well, what? It's the air you're ambulance. The of, I mean, you're not in the fucking Brecon Beacons. You're not yeah, in like the Scottish Highlands. They have to take him to a special brain hospital. I mean, you're in Twickenham. Yeah. It's like fucking, it's just it's like a. There's traffic a, a here. Massive urbanized area. There's traffic here, I guess. Twickers, mate. Yes. And they want to take him to like a super hospital. So they right. pop him in the helicopter and zoom him up. Was he a billionaire? Is that why? <laughs> yeah, he invented uh, lime scooters, actually. <laughs> <laughs> the irony. It's like the Segway guy who died on a Segway. Oh, fuck. And maybe that's how we get rid of them, you know? <laughs> get them to ride them around. <laughs> and get them to use their own stuff. It was uh, funny, actually, when we were in San Francisco, we saw people on a Segway tour. And really? We, I don't know. Yeah. And they, I, th I thought, first of all, I'm amazed that Segways are still going. Yeah, there are some police that fucking use Segways. What a shit looking vehicle. Like, honestly, they just, you look a twat on a Segway. I don't care what you're wearing or who you are. You could be the coolest person ever. If you're on a Segway, eh, it's like the bum bag of transport. You just look a twat. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> It really looks awful, doesn't it? I'm not even sure they're like um, allowed in the UK. I think they're illegal, right? Really? Um, yeah. yeah, I think so. I think so. Here. I, I I don't think you can just like go around on them. They're definitely not allowed on footpaths, and but but then again, neither are bikes, and no one really listens to that. Um, so apparently, um, <laughs> in June 2020, Ninebot, the owner of the Segway brand, announced it would no longer make the Segway. Only 140,000 right. units were sold during the lifetime of the product. God, is that true? And in the later years, the Segway PT only made up 1.5% of total company profit. Factors mm. contributing to the end of production include the price, $5,000, and the steep learning curve led to notable wow. accidents involving Usain Bolt, George Bush, and the Segway company owner, Jimmy Heselton, uh, who on. died, I think. Yeah, and Jesus. Christopher Trott. 
Trotmus, didn't he? Did he remember? really? Did he have a bad yeah. one as well? Do you remember there's that, um, he was on, they were off the old, uh, they were, films was doing in America, I think, on the on the coast in LA. They were cycling, segwaying down one of the cycle paths and Trot just went straight off. It really hurt his arm, I think. Yeah, I bet. Damn. Well, Hasseld, the Jimmy Hasselden, the guy who invented it, Jimmy Hasselden, OBE, was killed when he fell from a cliff towpath into oh, the River Wharf man. at the village of Thorpe Arch. Along the path, a rugged country version of a Segway was found, and the coroner concluded he died of multiple blunt force injuries of the chest and spine, consistent with the fall whilst riding a gyro bike. I mean, I had, oh, I had yeah. no idea that they were so so common an accident that you could Jesus. list injuries consistent with that thing. I'm watching this now. Let's see. Chris Trott's Segway fall fail. <laughs> it's real bad. Wait, so he, he fell. So oh, they, God. They, they did a video of him falling, but he actually really hurt himself. Yeah, he really hurt. Well, they, they, they were filming him at the time. Well, he's Obviously, twatting about on this thing as well. I don't know what he's thinking. <laughs> oh, you can see, yeah, that's a wrist injury. <laughs> well, was he he, so what was he doing? Was he just really going for it, like getting what, carried watch away? Watch the vid. Watch the vid that's yeah, just been linked to the Discord. Everyone, yeah. everyone just Google. We'll go to YouTube and go, Tris, Chris Trot Segway fall fail. Now, you tell me he's not asking for trouble here. Look at, I think that's Smithy in front. No, that's Ross. That might be yeah. Smith. Look at this. What is this gyration of the groin that he's doing whilst riding this like a fool? The Segway yeah. was not made for this. Uh, well, he doesn't even gyrate it that much, but obviously he was I don't know, just... That second one, he's right over to the side, just beans it. Oh, beans yeah. it all over the floor. Oh, just, yeah. And oh. then he, he cuts his hand up. Oh that, is, looks, oh, that is it's bad. It's real bad. He was, his yeah. knee. He was really mucking around on that thing, eh? He was. That's what I'm saying. Segway but, I mean, did the, nothing the, wrong the, there. That's the, a long the fall is, is obviously so quick, the fall, and so Ooh. so sideways that it really... Yeah. That's the, the scary thing is that it's literally like... He's not even like... He's not even leaning over that much. And the whole no. thing just fucking chucks him off. Oh, man. And he properly smacks his head on the floor as well. Like, yeah. good to get a helmet on. Cutting up like, your wrist blam. like that's got to hurt, eh? Like, if that's you're gonna hurt. to do gaming and whatever, like, while yeah. it's healing, or even jacking off would be yeah. kind of painful, too. Yeah, God, I, I would hate that. I, I got to be careful. That's a good, uh, that's a good, that's nice, good fresh re us. reminder not to uh, use. Yeah. Don't muck around. Not to go on, outside, really. On but on I've been a, a big, a big proponent of, of helmets to be worn while cycling and skateboarding for a long time. And I'm sure people will, will remind me of that. But the point is, A, when I rode the lines, I was drunk. And B, uh, I didn't have access to a helmet. Otherwise, I would have worn one. If it came Jeez. with a, a special inflatable pop-up helmet, I'd bosh it on. But they don't. And when you're drunk, you make bad decisions. So even worse. Yeah. Yeah. To be fair, I went very slowly when the kids were on it. But when I was in Stockholm, I was actually fucking caning that thing around. <laughs> yeah, I went on one in uh, in Lisbon. And uh, for for the most part, it was fine. Uh, I, looking back now, I'm surprised I didn't die because the traffic and everything was quite bad and I didn't really know what I was doing. But one uh, one thing that happened was when I was trying to go over like the road median, uh, I had to like lift the scooter and it hit my ankle and my ankle was sore for like two weeks after. Oh, man. I know. Yeah. If I had to go off a curb at one point and I just jumped it, I like bunny hopped it off. Yeah. And I said to the guy I was riding with, to T Governor, I said, watch this T. And he was like, all right, I'm watching. And I just fucking, wow, caused some sick air and jumped off the uh, the curb. Felt like a very cool man, but it could have been really disastrous. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I could have just gone flying. Stupid. Is that guy back to life? <laughs> yeah, he's come back. <laughs> the Segway. He said, guy. yeah, they've got a pulse. The pulse is back. It's Trot. Trot has survived the Segway fall and he's back. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> what a relief. Oh, Get back man. to work, Trot. Poor Trot. Oh. Man.
seeing seeing poor little trot take a tumble like that it's pretty upsetting it hurts hurts doesn't it it does it really does yeah i had uh i had some uh some domestic upheaval recently would you like to hear about it oh yeah baby spicy tea spill it spill that tea we had our boiler replaced uh -hmm. we've gone we've gone electric (laughs) baby but it meant uh, four days of no hot water. Oh lord! No running water really until like the evening and stuff. So it was it was a bit touch and go. But we 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 uh we we soldiered through it. It was fine. And, I had um, this. Now we yeah. got a now we got a nice uh, nice quiet electric boiler, which is uh, not in the same place the old boiler was in, mm. and it's freed up this huge cabinet in our kitchen. Where we're going to build this spectacular set of uh, drawers, like pantry-style drawers and a cupboard on top. Oh, Ooh. man. Wow, you do need that. Yeah. You're, you're I have like a big deep drawer to put uh, like cereal boxes and stuff into. Yeah. Another like a little like spicy drawer, you know, like a, that sounds a thin drawer glorious. for some spices yeah. and stuff. Oh. Your, your kitchen is properly a family kitchen, right? It's got oh, a yeah. bit of everything. Yeah, yeah. And each, every cupboard is stacked to the just stacked with, yeah with with old everything. crap that nobody uses yeah old cups that nobody touches anymore like uh just old condiments and shit that nobody's ever opened <laughs> like you, you know when you do you ever do that big kitchen clear out of never your cupboard okay no well, i don't what, think so if you ever, ever did it, it it's amazing the stuff you find oh i can there. imagine like, that's why we don't do it of, sauces that, that you can just just add water and add two chicken and three tablespoons of onions and you get spanish chicken <laughs> yeah that kind of shit yeah that you buy you think oh yeah well that's, well, that's how spanish chicken went out made. in 2008 yeah, yeah but it's just a powder i mean how bad can it go really it's just powder. i feel i found one of those the other day when i moved to this place i, I think it was out of date when i moved but i was like oh, i'll just use it and then, <laughs> and, then I, and then i forgot it for another five years yeah no, it's it's definitely like that in in there. There's some there's some forgotten stuff in the back of some of your cup sips. I remember. Yeah. I was like, because I was like, do you have some mustard? And you were like, I definitely do, but you're gonna have to dive into it. <laughs> you got to look for it. To, yeah. It's gonna find it. It's a mustard uh, hunt. It's a good yeah. old fashioned mustard. It's hunt. in there somewhere. Yeah. Some 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 things we every once in a while like we don't do like a full kitchen, but like sometimes a cupboard will just get so bad that mm. one of us will just say, oh, something pull everything out and just try to reorganize it a little bit sort of thing and yeah. uh the amount of stuff that comes out of uh, at, uh any cupboard that is out of date is unbelievable like you just hang on to this stuff for no reason just for it to go out of date and then you just think oh well i'm not eating that now and just chuck it out it's, it's, it's such a waste of time it's crazy yeah, I I like to have a good clear out, but but a similar thing happened to me with my. I, t- I think I talked about it before before we you guys went away. But my my boiler was 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 broken and leaking through the ceiling and dripping into the into the corridor downstairs. And so yeah, I, I had no hot water for a whole week. So I was showering in the office. It was it was mental. Um, I did not enjoy it. Well, I I had a couple of cold showers and then I was just like, I can't deal with this. Um, but fortunately, it was it was it was warm enough weather that it wasn't wasn't as bad as it could have been mm. if it was happening in winter i would have that i would have been going, going crazy um you know having no hot water but how did your family manage sips did you like take showers somewhere else or what did no you no do? we were able they they put the element on in the tank um every night before they finished up because that like they the they're they're trades people right so they start early and end early so like mm. 3 30 4 o'clock they were out but before they left, they would make sure the element was on in the in the tank, the old tank for a while, but then the new tank, because we had to get a new water tank as well. And uh, so we were able to shower like at night 
but like by the time the tank warmed up, it was like late at night sort of thing. Yeah. But it was okay. Like it was it was yeah. all right. We just bought lots of bottled water for the day, you know, like people needed water for whatever, got thirsty, and then uh, and then just washed at night. It was all right. But it's just it's the upheaval of having crap everywhere people coming in and out of your house all day like you know like we couldn't really use the house like we normally would we were just kind of stuck in the lounge you know with the, <laughs> with the doors closed because yeah there's all these people trudging in and out with stuff Dang i had to it. do a whole bunch of um stuff on like the side of the house to drill holes in for like like new electrics and shit like that oh man yeah it was that pretty like it was quite job. quite a big job yeah it was it, it, it's worth doing though i mean we don't have to uh order fuel now which is kind of nice and we don't have this big noisy jet engine in our kitchen anymore so you know it's probably cleaner and it'll probably save us money in the long run too because like the cost yeah, of fuel you have to fuel up. it yeah it was uh it was an oil uh oil uh boiler so oh my it was gosh kerosene i guess wow we had a, that is yeah there's like school. a massive like uh 200 gallon fuel tank on the side of the garage <laughs> i'm sitting Jesus in right now Christ. yeah yeah it's pretty pretty old school so yeah get rid can get rid of that now which will free up some space for like a little shed or something for bikes and stuff Ooh. so yeah moving into the future, moving into the future. Exciting. i know How so exciting, exciting. yeah, yeah. get some solar panels get, get like a windmill little wind turbine yeah well yeah i can i can give you guys a a little thing that, that we did around the house uh we did it ourselves because it was a small job we fitted if you've got velux windows in your loft conversion those are those windows where you sort of pull down at the top of the window yeah like sort of lever that you clonk and then you pull and the, the 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 window pivots around a central point. So if you imagine yes. in the middle of the window, just for anyone that doesn't know what a Velux is, I'm sure everybody does. Those windows where you pull down at the top and it sort of hinges around the center yeah, of the, I, the window. Yeah. yeah. Um, I never I'm not a huge fan, but they're I okay. love them. They're great. Okay. They're great, they're great windows, very good windows. It's this blind that you can get for the outside of the window. So we've got blinds on the inside, they're built in, but you can also fit very easily, and the Velux people have thought about this, and I like that, when you install the Velux windows, it instructs you to drill these little holes in the wood at the top of the bracket where the Velux sits. If you remove this bit of plastic there that you, I don't know, know what it does, you take that bit of plastic out and you put this blind in above it, and then you attach it to hooks on the outside of the window that you install. The screw holes are there already on the window. When you close the window, the blind is automatically drawn down because it's attached to the bottom of the window. And so you've got a blind on the outside and it reduces the light from the sun hitting the window. Because the problem is our top room heats up a lot during the day because there's sunlight pounding down on it all the time. So it hits the glass, goes through the glass. And even if it hits the blind on the inside, it's trapped in by the glass and the heat radiates into the room and heats it up. So if you put this blind on the outside of the window, it reflects quite a lot of that light and heat and it keeps the room cooler. Thrilling stuff. It is amazing. That, that's incredible. I like. I love uh, dad things like that. You know, mm. the the little things in life. So how things. does it? How does the blind work on the outside? Then is it it's, just like I don't. It's understand. just a durable sort of plastic black blind with li lots of little holes in. So during the day, it still lets in quite a bit of light, but it's sort of filtered and it doesn't let in as much. It is. It is genuinely fascinating. I couldn't tell you how easy it was to install. Thanks to the good folks at Velux. Yeah. Uh, it only took us 25 minutes to do all three. 
And wow. I'd like to give them a shout out, if I may. We're not sponsored by Velux this week, but if they'd like I to sponsor us in the future, they I that, that sounds like a big up, uh, big ups opportunity for Velux, who sounds like I they just. I thought you were against them, but I'd be happy to. No, give no, one. we remember we started doing one big up, uh, per, one big up a week per podcast. Okay, so well, this can be. If I may, if I may, I'd like to give a big up to Velux. Velux Windows, right. very you, good. You may. Their little blind system was excellent. There, one big is this, up. Is this really what we're using it on? Okay, no. Sorry, did you have a better fucking idea? No, but I no was still not a twenty. Minutes of the podcast. I would, yeah. I would, uh, I would big up the electric company, our local electric company that did my boiler. If I, Jersey if I could, but maybe, electric. yeah, but maybe I'll do it next week. I don't want to ruin the uh, yeah. Wait till they the format. No, they're done. It's all done. <laughs> oh, they're done. They're, oh, they're done. It's all. It's done and dusted, baby. It's it's all in. We're in the future already. <laughs> no, I yeah. we're humming. Oh my god. Yeah, plumbing. Plumbing is 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 dad life, isn't it? I like tell ben, you, like, ben, the, Ben's these... toilet was was broken. He had to get a oh toilet, so we didn't have a toilet yeah. for four days. Oh, yeah. house. That's these topics fucking... are really helping my life. life. Yeah, really no, you're, you're, not, you're gonna sleep like a baby tonight. Uh, <laughs> talking about boilers and blinds and toilets. Oh yeah, well, what kind of toilet did you go for? Only seven, eight thousand. We can talk about the weather a bit too if you want. It's been real nice over here. It's, it's eighteen degrees right Instantly, now. I heard Trot has like a. F- futuristic toilet in his place is it one of those japanese ones that wipes your ass i think so yeah it's got a control it's got like a remote control how do you get one of those over here i don't know you have to buy them from japan and ship them i guess probably there's probably somewhere that i don't think that they ship them though it's like uh they they i think they try to keep it uh keep it internal you know like i don't think they want the rest of the world to enjoy they're toilets. I reckon you could get them from any place you get toilets, I reckon now. Really? I reckon they're selling What, the, the toilet store? Ones. I don't think we have a toilet store over here. I think you have to go Wouldn't, to B&Q. The advert or... would say, uh, wherever you buy your toilets. What, available from good toilet retailers everywhere. Okay, it's but yeah, go to everywhere. B&Q, though, and, and let me know if they actually have them there. Because last time have I went... Have you got they... any of those uh, Japanese toilets? Have you got any of those fancy uh, mist spraying, music playing, uh, strobe lights, lasers? Smoke, um, smoke yeah, show I'll toilets. Fall, mate. I'll fall. <laughs> I don't know if, like, I don't know if I'd want to get one of those fancy toilets because I think people would think I was some sort of pervert. You know, <laughs> you think there's something slightly perverse. I don't think they would toilet. think that you're a pervert. I think that they would think that you're awesome for having a. Toilet I don't like mind that. like a, a B day, right? Like, I wouldn't mind like a B day. I think that 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 is obviously very continental. It's quite European. It's it's fine. You know, to have a, a little bit of a. I don't know. I they're, just not, think they're not. They're not that common in the UK, though. You get a them some selection but... of 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 different bum sprays and heating systems, like a heated toilet seat, oh, stuff yeah. like this. I don't know. If, bum sprays. Yeah, that's just. Just don't think it's too much, you know. I don't like. I don't like the idea of. I just don't like it. I just don't like the idea of it being electronic, right? I don't mind my iPad watching me, but my toilet watching me. I don't know. I don't know if I want that. It's getting like. Uh, it, every time you sit on it, it's doing an upskirt on you. It's taking a picture <laughs> and it's sending it to a database somewhere. Emailing it straight to Japan. Yeah, it's emailing it <laughs> straight that, to Japan, it? and they're staring deep inside your asshole for <laughs> hours on well, end. Well, maybe there's a guy who's like, you know, looking point where to spray the. Um, the hose you know maybe it's oh these yeah jobs maybe like yeah maybe they can like do remote um, it's like five o'clock is adjustments <laughs> yeah do you know what I mean? there's a guy 24 hour butt spray yeah, yeah. there's a bit of spray. like there's a bit of toilet roll at 11 o'clock there's some know, lag the... though isn't there like f- from japan the lag would be they can do the same thing with the mars rover right they can make like little adjustments that take like hours to update or whatever <laughs> they can they can right. adjust the angle of the spray nozzle of your toilet
toilet from Japan, and uh, the latency time would only be a couple of seconds, right? I mean, only mm. a, I mean, I wouldn't expect the toilet to be responding that fast, Pete Flats. I don't want like super. Yeah, but you might adjust your seat, and suddenly there's. But water I want to be spraying. able to. Pre- I want to sit down and be able to prepare. I don't want instant like laser targeted <laughs> poo spray removal. You say that Jeremy. now. You say I want to be now. able to brace myself for the for the jet. Mm. Um, I think that the anticipation would kill you, though. Bracing for impact, you you have to like hold on to the warning. rails. Yeah, warning. Spraying in three, <laughs> two. But what if a live voice came over an intercom? Hold still. Brace, brace for impact. Brace for impact. I'm going to spray your anus with water now. Thank you. Thank, no problem. Thank you. <laughs> you do like you can do like a big uh, little Richard like after the spray happens. So that he can hear it. Wow! Woo! <laughs> <laughs> like we, it's like we need a water park. Woo! <laughs> I like the idea of that. I like that somebody in some like weird dystopian future, that's like somebody's somebody's like Stanley Parable job. He's All just right, sitting at a kid. desk. There's just one like one light on in his office. The rest of the office is empty. He's like hunched over a little computer and he's just making adjustments to the sprayer on a toilet four, four countries away from, from his own. Oh, man. Yeah. That's... I think it'd be fine. That's such a good idea for like, uh, like you know, like some lore. A video game. Yeah, for a video game, right? Yeah. Think of all would... the think of all the simulators and stuff that you can get now. Like that's got to be one of them, right? Like you could make that as like a job simulator thing, where your job is to just make remote adjustments to the uh, mist spraying nozzle. I feel like it's already probably a hentai toilets. game. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? There's, a, I think there's probably already there. It's some. Someone's already made. Oh, that, for right? like the um, upskirts and stuff like that. For a fetish, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because there'd reckon. have there'd have to be a camera on the nozzle, right? So that you could get it right. Yeah, oh yeah. I mean, that's definitely someone's thing, right? Yeah. Like no, you know. And then no you're way, just spraying not... chunks of shit off of an ass in glorious four like K. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. What an idea for a game. Lewis, what are we doing? We're we're wasted here. We could be making all of these fetish games. We would be so rich. We would have so much money. It would be insane. Oh, P Flex is on the phone. He's missed he's missed the gem there. What are, what he's are got, we thinking, eh? Like we could have got important important focal. Well we need to get him on. We can't we can't do it on our own. We need investors for our terrible We need investors. Idea. We yeah. need more designers too, right? We we're gonna be like the new the new Blizzard. When Blizzard was good. Remember when Blizzard was good and they had like all those rock star designers that would come out on stage and everything? Me, you and Flax can do the same thing. But our whole company will just be three designers. We design games and come up with awesome ideas for games and then just sell them to studios that are willing to that have the balls to make these games reality, right? <laughs> and yes. mostly they will be fetish games. Well, of yeah, but I think that's the secret, isn't it? You need to you need to tap into that weird market, right? Yeah. And the, the meme market, you know, people will... But that means you have to really understand it and get involved in it. My my, oh my worry God. is it would be a corrupting influence on us. That's on how we would all die. You'd have yeah. to expose well, yourself how, to it like too much. Like the Segway guy, we yeah. would die like... A toilet would like have a really strong jet and it would like pierce your <laughs> anus and like kill you. All well, you'd, his like... injuries were consistent with a very powerful toilet <laughs> the high jet. powered toilet spray. Going right yeah. up his pooper. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. That's how we'd all we'd all end up dying to the things we created. Yeah. You know? I think that's so, I think that's karmic, you know, though, right? Yeah. 
you know i think it's that's how everyone should die you know um, we all, we like, all thought by the way we all thought we were over jet lag because yesterday was so easy and i'd forgotten mm. that the second day is when it really hits you yeah so this morning i woke up at about 4:30 uh i was having a mad dream that i was playing in a golf tournament but the golf tournament was taking place in an office right it was so like a mi- like still- a mini putt tournament no it was like a proper golf tournament like i was expected to use full size clubs wow Okay. But it was a, it was a big office, but it was literally I, I I the the green was just about thirty or forty yards away, surrounded by desks and like secretaries working. And oh. for some reason, all the women in the office had very large amounts of facial hair, like big beards and mustaches. And wow. I'm about to chip in, and I look up, and there's Doris is sat there on the phone, and she's like, "Oh, don't worry, if you just knock it over me, I can see the green <laughs> from here." And I was like, "Jesus, what if I hit Doris with the ball?" And I was just paralyzed, looking at my club and looking at Doris and, and the green and thinking this is a disaster and then I just saw, I realized I had the wrong club when I went to change my club out my bag was just full of umbrellas and I was sorting wow. through all these umbrellas trying to find the club and then I woke up and I felt like shit I was like fuck jet lag has struck again because my dream was so weird I couldn't get back to sleep yeah they're like so almost is... like feverish dreams right yeah that is bizarre. a weird one that is a especially weird one were yeah. you feeling bad about not being able to take the shot are you feeling worried about Doris? Is she okay? Like, what well, was... the, the worst thing is there's added pressure in the dream because occasionally, like I said before, my dreams cut to like a different person's perspective, like I'm watching TV. And I was watching the TV coverage of Rory McIlroy, who was a famous golfer that I was playing against in this tournament. Right. And he was crushing it. He was doing really well. So I was like, Jesus. He, but I, I was not he was that just far doing behind. Drop shots off Jeff's yeah, desk. He, was just <laughs> knocking him off the desk. he had no compunctions about hitting this right over Doris. And there's me struggling. I think I might hit Doris. That didn't occur to Rory. Rory was just breezing it. And that added to the pressure. That's great. I love that. I love that. Well, they get. That was our bumper Triforce. Thank you, everyone, yeah. for joining us. Yeah. Uh, Triforce interrupted. Definitely, it was by phone calls, by a, 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 a pod, uh, by a, by by a live stream, by by children, by my crying by child, lorries, yeah, by injured people, and um, wait, your kids were we crying. We got through it. I missed one of them. Yeah. Oh, I missed that. What happened? <laughs> she's not feeling well. Oh, she's just tired. It's the it's the jet lag, guys. Yeah, jet-like. yeah. She's got a minging headache. You know what I mean? Oh so no. She's, yeah, so she was like, oh. and she was crying. She she knows that when the door is closed and I'm recording, please don't come in. So she was worried about coming in during the recording because yesterday she did it just to say hello. Yeah. And I was like, can you not do that when I'm recording, please? And she was oh. like, I'm sorry. So now she was worried about doing it. So I feel like a fucking terrible dad as usual. Well, you know, you've, uh, you're, don't worry, P-Flex. Go, you can go and make it all better now. Go and buy her a muffin or something. I got her a paracetamol and stuck her in bed. She'll be all, all right. right. Well, well, there you go. Thanks, everyone. We'll be back to normal next week, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. And um, yeah. and and uh, with with new new boilers, new new toilets, new fresh, um, fresh attitudes. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> new looks. And a new top takes on the the things that are going on in the world. All right, what a take it easy. Thrilling episode. See you next time. We'll see you next see time. See you later. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. Bye.